11th episode and this is march we have a new a new uh mental health month oh can i just say and we said oh this is february and we've got a new mix by me yes completely we need to we need to to plug that because right now (laughs) if you what we are listening to right now at this moment we are listening to keith's playlist of positivity if you listen to this playlist this i i've every time i listen to this place getting ready today and it just puts yeah. you yeah it puts you in such a, like a happy mood the song the last song that we heard before was high energy and girl yeah. that is my jam everyone said that that is my jam because it just gives you such so listen uh obviously we uh don't claim to be experts on mental health no not well no besides our own it's kind of going on from the sex positive month because we, we hear a lot about mental health, especially during the pandemic. And it's all it's kind of focused on one kind of thing where, you know, you're at home, you're struggling or you're depressed. But um, I think you wanted an angle where you've got mental health issues, but you're still trying to find yourself as who you are as in like exactly. sexuality wise exactly. and sex positivity wise. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit like an extension of and we're discussing mental health, obviously, and and where you can find the mental health, which is in our um, description at the bottom. You can get some links there and uh, just general things like that. Exactly. So we have our first guest and our first guest is uh, a London DJ, but more than a London DJ, he's also president of Impulse London and Impulse London is a gay men's health charity um, but now he was telling me the other day that they're focusing more on being more inclusive to not only focus on just gay men, but including the LGBTQ plus community. So um, basically, we had him on our first episode of um, the Mental Health Month. And, you know, I, I really think that he kind of like describes what a lot of youth have been going through at the moment. What's that? Well, you know, what, what what the youth have been going through. I'm not youthful. I don't know what they've been going through. Well, I don't know either because I'm not youthful. <laughs> you, you'll find out in the... Well, yeah. <laughs> Both of us are all queen. What the youth have been going through. Well, you know, like, because he, it's it's very difficult for somebody t- like uh, to be in lockdown and to also have to deal with certain mental health issues. And one of the good things about Dom is that he does talk about a little bit about of how we can deal with uh, having, you know, not the best time because obviously we're not going through the best time now, no. you know, like with, with COVID and stuff. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Dom Topics. So today we have, we are kicking off our mental health month yeah, yeah. with somebody that we all know very well, none other than DJ and president of Impulse London, 
Dom Topics. Yay. Yay. I have to give you a clap. <laughs> yes, hello, Dom. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I feel absolutely honored. Oh, oh that's thank nice. you. Yeah, no, you, you said that you were really happy to, to you know, come on and talk and stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, great. Yeah. Good job, me really. out of the house. <laughs> Well, the, the thing is, is that I've known Dom for a really long time. Oh, God, I've known you for years. Oh. And, and also, you, you know him from DJing at Freedom. Well, apparently. Allegedly. I thought it was Addison, no. but you know. <laughs> you like and I thought you were upstairs, but I mean oh, what which is that shady. Addison's not an insult, but hey, I was upstairs. He was actually really cute. Addison's kinda cute. Addison, yeah. It's just yeah. not me. First of all, yeah. we have to talk about your name. Dom Okay. Topics. Um do I quite like this question. Uh so Dom Topics. It used to be Don Baldwin 92, which is my full name and the year I was born. (laughs) And when I used to go-go dance at the European Gay Ski Week, I'd be up there and people were like, oh my God, you're amazing. Like, what's your handle? And I'd be like, yeah, Don Baldwin 92. And they're like, Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly like Dumbledore and the sexy go-go, suddenly the whole illusion's ruined. Illusion gone. I don't get the good footage. (laughs) And then no followers. So I was just like, okay, need something a bit more catchy. Yeah. And then obviously Dom Top, Dom Top. But uh, I was like, I don't oh. want to. I don't want to be as like. Oh, we're putting it out rude there. and we're, in we're putting the, it out there already. Oh, I mean, it's just a name. <laughs> <honey. Like, laughs> so I Girl. put it. So yeah, and then I wanted something that was a bit more. And then obviously, Dom top pics. So it's Instagram. So they're my top pictures. Oh, I get it now. Dom's I'm... topics. Maybe, so these are the things yeah. I want to talk about. Oh. Maybe that's a bit too Dom clever top. for Instagram. Mm. That is that you, you know what you are. That's a real. I love when names have like some sort of like meaning behind that. What, what's yours? I love it. A Michael. What, what what meaning is that? Bitch, I already told you, but we're not talking about me. <laughs> you you started. You said go go dancing. Yes and no. I've done go go dancing in the yeah. past. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, do you have a signature move? <laughs> no, I will say this. Um, I'm not. And this, funnily enough, I actually coined from Addison. I'm not. Um, so that's how we really got to know each other was on the European Gay, European Gay Ski Week. Yeah, because as... you, you were quite a uh, regular. You've been there like Yeah, so this two, would have been years? my fifth year. Oh, this would have wow. been my fifth year, yeah. Okay. So I was originally at a party. Oh, a party. Um, <laughs> and my friend Sean came along and he was just like, oh, I'm really stressing. I've got like book a dancer who can dance to go to the European Gay Ski Week as of like next week. And obviously me fucked up my face. Never had any like dancing experiences like <laughs> I can, I can do, do that. <laughs> oh. Of course you can. So that was on the Sunday. On the Tuesday, my flights were booked. On the Thursday, my contract came through. And on the Friday, oh. I flew out there. Like, wow. <laughs> I was oh like, talk God. about imposter syndrome. Wow. You're but that like, was the first year. And now I'm the only returning one. You're like, so oh. you're so, yeah. stripperella. <laughs> well, no, I love it because as I was saying, like Addison refers to like, I'm sure you'll understand the image when I say it. He says, like, we're not traffic cone dancers. It's those ones that very much just... Do, do, oh, do, like the big do. muscle mode. Um, it's not dancing. Like, you're just yeah. someone that looks good in underwear and you can't move for shit. Whereas I'm kind of the other side. Like, I'll try and dance, but I look all right in underwear as well. <laughs> was, this, was this before or after you allegedly uh, developed an ass? <laughs> this was before. My promise to Sean after the first year see, was that see? I would come back with an ass and tits. Oh, <laughs> and here we are girl. five years later and I've got one of the two. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not bad going <laughs> so basically like the reason why i wanted to bring uh dom topics onto thirsty bitch was oh, yeah. because, my new ass. uh no not well not only that but because of the fact that uh you work uh with impulse london i do 
And this month we are doing our um, mental health month. And we kind of like wanted to kind of just bring a little bit about uh, how we can help people that have been going through a really, really, I mean, come on, mm. come on. It's who, been, who it, still have 2020 energy. Uh huh. Put it that way. 2021 has but, a lot of 2020 energy. Yeah. The, the, the Impulse London, is it part of the Impulse Group? Yes. So it's Impulse Group United, who, yeah. I mean, they're a global brand. Yeah, they're a global um, yeah. There's 25 chapters globally or across five different continents. And a chapter is? A chapter is like a, like a, a city. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. so a city basically. I mean, a chapter They're, is also part of a book, but, yeah. but they are <laughs> one word, they, two, yeah. <laughs> two syllables. They literally oh. are everywhere. They're, they're okay. everywhere. So they're very big in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're really in big. LA, especially. Yes, yeah. so LA is yeah, the founding one. That's why. Yeah. So you 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 started uh, that through an X, right? God, yeah. Like look, thinking back to our launch party now, I'm like, oh, that was March third, two thousand and seventeen. Are you remembering? Yes. Mm, yeah. Because you, remember? you know, here we are, about to get to the birthday, and we've never. Celebrate. I mean, that was because, (laughs) because, says head of digital marketing at the time. (laughs) So, (laughs) you were doing a good job. Well done. (laughs) So, I, um, yeah, I start, as you said, I started uh, with an ex. So, Damien Colleen was my uh, boyfriend at the time. uh, And I honestly, I didn't really care about mental health Mm. or helping other people massively it just wasn't really but why was that i was a 22 year old party boy <laughs> oh, oh, Simple yeah. answer. we have to remember that 24? he's like 20 something yeah I mean, obviously either way i was young just trying to make money and working in gay bar and working in marketing okay, i was just fine, like fine. yeah cool like just very much focused on that at that point um hmm. obviously fell in love oh um Aww. i will obviously now we're broken up <laughs> yeah but I, a I, week I, later yeah uh, can we please cheers to that but let's let, let's bring it back around about the yes. positive about it, which is the fact that you got involved in Impulse. Well, the positive is that when we broke up, I kept the job at Coup, the charity, the flat. <laughs> so you took everything. The friends. Oh my gosh, oh, little Mrs. Ivana Trump over here. So yeah, so Damien was the original president. Uh, he brought me, he brought someone else on originally to do the marketing, which I was really pissed off about because I was working in marketing and I was like, I could do a much better job. So eventually they just stopped doing anything and I took over pretty quickly. And I was kind of just there to prove that I was really good at marketing because, you know, I was huge imposter syndrome. This is my way of proving it. Um, And then just along the kind of road, I've sort of learned more about impulse and the community and what I can do, what I can't do and what it needs. But so impulse is uh, globally, it's a gay men's, um, organization that's fully founded by the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. So we get fully founded, fully funded. So we have money. We're not here to be like, donate and we'll save you. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's focused on sexual health, mental health and substance use within the community. So those are actually three very pivotal problems that specifically gay men tend to to struggle with a lot in a very unique kind of way. Arguably, I'm saying this kind of with air quotes. Because I do agree with it, but I also agree that typically as queer people, LGBT plus people, a lot of it overlaps. Mm. So as a local chapter, we do kind of focus a lot more on the LGBT plus community, um, but it is supposed to be just focused on gay men. Yeah. So at the heart of everything, Impulse is a brotherhood. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a gender neutral term for that now, because... Personhood? Personhood. <laughs> folkhood. Wank. Yeah, folk, folk, folkhood. 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 Yeah, folkhood. Yeah, what one. year are we yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folkhood. That's a good one. I yeah. like that. 
So, okay. yeah, okay. Uh, Impulse is a folk hood. Um, I used Brotherhood because that was, as I said originally, it was yeah. for gay men, from gay men. But I mean, yeah. even in our local chapter, we have a couple of lesbians. Um, we've worked with Jackie from, formerly from Not Phase, uh, who's obviously trans. If you like don't know that. who Jackie is here in London, she, Get is, to know she bitches. is an icon. I love her so much. She is, she is, she is so... Every time I, you saw her, she was like such a force to be reckoned with. Oh my God, she's so positive. I love that girl. So this is, yeah. I so love that girl. She, me and her have gotten so close over yeah. the over the last year in particular. Um, and where, so little heads up for everyone listening. Um, I wonderfully went to the wrong address at first. <laughs> yeah. But that wrong address was actually just two stops away from Jackie's place. Aww. I was like, oh, where, where, I'm really close. Where was the, one, uh, the wrong address? In Bounds Green. We're at Bounds Green. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I don't know what this is. It was only, I got right up to the door and I was like, there ain't no basement flat. <laughs> wow. What is wrong with you? Every single fucking fortnight, you say. No, but I double you, yeah, checked. You I sent gave, me the exact address. I, I put it in yeah, City Mapper yeah. and I it took me. It wasn't to my one. fault. This wasn't my fault, actually. This was his fault. Yeah, if anything, it's my fault. Oh, okay. But I don't like to play the blame game. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, we do. Me neither. <laughs> not when it's not what? my fault. Thirsty <laughs> bitch. All right, so getting back to uh, the fact that you now are president Ooh. of Impulse. But president. Yeah, how did that come around then? Yeah, how digital? Did that, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, campaigning, a sex scandal, and promises to kids. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, as I said, I was a uh, marketing director for a good chunk of time. I say director, I was literally the only marketing person. Um, we kind of really, we did great things in our first first and second year as a chapter, but internally we were still really struggling to find our feet, just kind of falling over each yeah. other. And that made it really hard for us to then kind of grow our ranks as well. So typically what you would have is you have a president, a vice president, then a director of marketing, operations, events, advocacy. Treasurer? No, but that's it. Okay. <laughs> typically that's what you would have. And we never, and then under them, you would have um, members and volunteers, like people okay. yeah. kind of work on yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. team. Mm. Um, so we kind of really struggled to get past the director bit. So yeah. it was just our board of directors. And I have to give like a huge shout out and a credit to the former board who actually all left in 2020. Fair enough. You're only supposed to really do this for about two years in okay. the same role. And they were there yeah. right from day one. So that's Caden Gray. Tafik oh, Kaden. Yeah. 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 So Kaden yes, we know him. We advocacy. know him. He's very prominent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I mean, pretty goes without, goes without saying he was the advocacy director. So as you can imagine, very much aligns with what we're about. Yeah. Um, Tafik Falarin was our events director. Um, again, he's in The Grass is Always Grinder from Dean Street. Okay. Um, yeah, he does a lot of He's a personal trainer as well, so he focuses a lot of our events were kind of focused on a mental health that is impacted by physical health. Physical well, health, yeah. And vice versa. Um, Jazz Rocket, my absolute baby. I love this boy to pieces. Um, he was our ops director. Um, I've known him for years, absolute okay. years. Um, and I'm hoping he hasn't mm -hmm. left us. He's just dropped down to volunteer. When I became president, which was October 2019? 19, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Hey. It was easy when I wrote it. Don't tell me to do it. Again. <laughs> October 2019, I became president. Um, basically, in Damien's sort of last six months year, we'd broken up. There was a little bit of tension in yeah. the group, which I didn't think there was, but apparently the others picked up on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we weren't as active as we should have been. And then Damien uh, was actually planning to move to Australia. So he became quite distant, which then became really frustrating for the rest of us directors trying to get authority from your president. Mm. So we knew that he was going to leave. And... 
after some umming and ahhing, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to put myself up for. Yeah. Wow. That, uh, that's like that's like a really big decision. What made you think that you could actually do it? I mean. Wow. What a bitch. No, no, no. Because. <laughs> She's no, kind of right. No, no. Because <laughs> you, you had so many other things going on. Like being a president yeah. of like a whole entire thing. That's yeah. a really heavy thing. It's funny that you say I had so much going on. Because actually part of the feedback when my board voted for me. So because we had such a small board they had to make their voting to Jose, who's the founder. Um, Jose's brilliant. He's still super involved. I speak to him all the time. Like we're really good friends now. Um, so it wasn't like a <gasps> scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just because we were only a board. It was, I mean, quite easy to suddenly go from one vote can make such a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, and part of the feedback was, we just don't know if he has enough time to do it. Um, but then as my DJing started taking off a lot more, I was able to drop other jobs and then suddenly have much yeah. more money for much less working time yeah because yeah. i mean the people that are that are listening they they if if you if you live in london and are listening or if you ever been in london you were one of the original hue bar boys <laughs> i mean i consider myself second generation but you were there was you, one just before yeah but you were in the cuba yeah. in chinatown rather than Chinatown yeah. crossword yeah, well, there uh, isn't the one, one in Chan Cross Road. No, there was. Though. Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, 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 so you're the second generation, yeah. like in Chinatown. Well, I mean, if, Ch we're, if we're comparing it to the one in Chan Cross Road, then I'm like 56th generation. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, re you gotta remember, he's like 21. <laughs> 28. Well, 28, whatever, bitch. You're in your 20s. <laughs> Ooh. Something I'm involved in recently, which I will keep anonymous, uh, and we very much have been pushing for. Even for, with Impulse this year, we want to do a campaign as soon as we're out to see other people called Everybody Sexy. And the idea is that okay. we've worked really hard to find a photographer that we feel can encapsulate it. And we want people to basically have a nude photo shoot done or clothed up but, to yeah. whatever you're more whatever comfortable, you're comfortable with, with. Yeah. To show you that everybody can be sexy and yeah. everybody is sexy. And that's something we're really pushing for. Yeah. And then the images we get from it, not only will you obviously get to yeah. keep the ones you like, we'll then with your permission, we'll then use them for our marketing going forward. So it is literally London's community. I love that. Supporting I and love promoting that. London's help. That but sounds like... But how will you deal with like the backlash? Because Chris, one of our previous um, guests on the podcast, he did a very honest, like naked photo shoot for Attitude magazine. And because he'd, he wasn't probably in the best shape, he got a lot of backlash saying, well, you're not fit, this is fit. You know, it's, it's all these gym goers that are saying that you're not healthy, I'm the healthy one. So what are you going to deal with when you're putting that out and people are going to say to you, well, why are you showing that to the community? I like that question. I'd say because that is the community. So even yesterday on my personal Instagram, I did a like, let me know who your Instagram crushes are and why. The reason behind it is I wanted people that might not know that someone thinks well of them to get a little surprise, surprise tagged in my exactly. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somebody thinks this of you. Great. Here you go. Like an anonymous you secret were, admirer. Listen, you were spreading the love what, on Valentine's Day. Is that bitch. what that was we're about? spreading the love. Because I got an Insta story with that and I didn't know what it was about. No, it's 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 really, <laughs> it's really spreading the love. I mean, obviously, because everybody's like so fucking focused on, oh, I have to be in a partnership. I have to be, I have to have a cap. Yeah, it felt no. really heavy this yeah, year, didn't it? Did, and then all the did. people that were in relationships really weren't fucking yeah, shy about exactly. it. And it was like, and then all the ones that weren't were then really doubled down on like, Double, yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> was just like, That's when you know. Can we not just Ooh, have girl. a day? Yeah, like, just, yeah. yeah. But so I, that was my intention behind it. But what I then found is most of the people that were suggested, most people didn't give a reason as to why they have crushes on these people. But most of the people that were suggested were muscular, mm -hmm. over, over, in my opinion, in my opinion, I said my opinion. Okay. <laughs> overly staged, overly filtered, yeah. white, so, like huge followings anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
selfie, 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 selfie. You're not actually talking about anything that's happening in the world and not yeah. actually giving any personality because you're what I would then refer to as a Clapham gay. I triggered you when I called you a Clapham gay. No, I'm nodding, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I realized that a lot of people were saying that. And I, and you know, that's fine. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, but I was a bit like, but why? Yeah. I was like, why are you feeding into that stereotype and that, in my opinion? Because it's what we're fed. <laughs> yeah, it's because we're, right? we're fed. It's and what it's, we're fed. Yeah, it's becoming slowly more and more and more in my head. I'm kind of like, fight it fight yeah. it we need to we need to do better and don't get me wrong like we can all get naked we can all like live up to it we can all aim to be like this mm. muscular look thing if it's what we want what for want, ourselves yeah. but oh my god do not like i'd like people that are really beating themselves up about not getting to the gym right now i'm like i hate it because i miss the gym like yeah. i love the atmosphere of it bitch I you missed the, the sauna I <laughs> one time uh, one uh, bit time no, and it? i called my mum straight away i was like i've just sucked the nicest <laughs> no you yeah, told your mother this yeah. bitch <laughs> this you did not but we're really good friends now we're really good friends with your mother no what my <laughs> <laughs> you told her you suck dick no, I told she her, knows. I was like, I've just, honestly, I've just sucked the nicest, like the hottest guy in my to, gym. To your mum? To my mother, yeah. Is this the one that you posted? Like, Oh, come on, no, grandma. No, you, you posted something on Twitter going something like, um, I pretend I go to the gym because I like to work out, but then I got sucked in a car by someone. No, no, was no, that no, not you? no, no, no. I said, I was like, I haven't done any home workouts since being at home. So now I'm a bit curious. Like, is the reason I go to the gym not the fitness? Oh, and yeah, is yeah. it just the, like, just, yeah. the sex? One, honestly, one time I sucked a penis in the gym. Sorry. Was everyone. that at the Covent Gardens Fitness First? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Oh my gosh, I love I love how he's like, sorry, people. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's sorry, why. Sorry, not sorry. No, no, that's no, why. not sorry. I loved it. But Hence why I, I volunteered the information. I know, but that's why gays go to the gym. Hello. Yeah. I mean, well, my friend well, goes there to. Come on, girl. He goes to the gayest gyms come in on, London. Girl. Come on, well, gym Yeah, I mean, this gym is, it's a very queer friendly yeah, gym. Of course. Um, but like I said, I love it because I genuinely, like someone actually messaged me the other day and they're like, oh, it's a smiley guy from the gym. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> I love like just meeting new people there and like just smile. <laughs> I genuinely Do you actually work that. out though? Or yeah. just go around meeting uh, people? <laughs> obviously, hello. He, he, he's posting like there's strap pictures. No, I saw that. His. The one with his little uh, yeah. ears. Yeah, his little ears. Oh, yeah. I miss that filter so much. I know. They took it away now. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> I know. I don't know why. It was the best filter. The I was like, new shady gears were posted. Yeah. Whatever. Well, is that a little pig? <laughs> going back to the this plan that you had for doing a photo shoot of all bodies included. Yes. Mm. So you were doing that, and well, that, that is our plan for twenty twenty one. Okay. So if so, anyone is interested okay, in the yes. London area, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to get to. I yes. want you to go back on that. If anyone is interested in really kind of like just letting it all hang out and showing who you truly yes. are, is it like all gender identities? Anyone? Yes, absolutely. Who can they yeah. contact? Um, so just follow Impulse London on Instagram at the minute. Um, what is their handle? At Impulse London. Okay. Oh, that's easy. And it's the same it. on Twitter, but okay. then Facebook is at Impulse Group London. So all okay. the information will be shared there. At the moment, we've had to kind of put it on ice just because we don't know. Well, nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. Nobody so knows. and as soon as there's information, this is something we're really, really passionate about. And we really want to push out there. But as I said, like there's a lot of people internally that have said like, oh God, okay, let me know when it is so I can get to the that gym, is, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, that's not the that's point. Not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. That's like, not the point. The point is, you're beautiful. Thirsty bitch. What yeah. I'd like to know is that you said that you started this impulse through your boyfriend and you didn't really care about the mental health. There must mm. have been one defining moment where you was like, actually, mental health is quite important. I wish I could tell you when that was, but I don't know. Oh. Um, Should we end it then? 
Thanks for joining us at Thirsty Beach. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know when it was or what happened or anything like that. I know I do because even I don't really remember learning about HIV. But I do yeah, remember that, that. That's quite an important role in uh, Impulse. Yes, I, that's where it all stemmed from. Basically, Jose had friends that were diagnosed with HIV. Mm. Um, and it was still, I mean, we're celebrating 12 years this year. Yeah, so that's when he started it. So it, it was friends that had HIV. I can't fully remember. I think he did have a couple that died from AIDS, like even oh, back wow. then. Wow. Um, I mean, not now. I mean, thankfully, when, yeah. Yeah. But anyone that has watched It's a Sin, amazing. But please remember, it's not fully like that anymore. <laughs> are, are you actually through Impulse? Are you getting people that have seen It's a Sin thinking that's what happens now? A lot of straight people think this. So, um, Oh, Lord. Well, I actually had a conversation Bless with my mum last people. night. and my, oh, So I called my mum up about, must be about three, four months ago. And I was like, hey, I just realised you don't really know anything about HIV. So I'm going to tell you. And she was like, okay. <laughs> And I was like, well, she's first of all, Corey. I know yeah, we, already, we already love your mom because it sounds like she's been through a lot. <laughs> My brother then called me about a week later. He's like, didn't yeah. you just talk to her about AIDS for like 40 minutes, then hang up? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. She's Googling too. <laughs> well, I said to her, I was like, let me just check your knowledge first. Like, what do you know yeah. about it? She went, oh, no, no. I know I could never get it from you anyway. I was like, well, first of all, wow. correct. I'm, from I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm negative, but like, what more? She's like, no, no. Unless we share a toothbrush, I don't have to worry. And I was like, Oh, I literally was like, no. just a second, put triggered. it on you. Yeah, she was triggered. And I was how triggered. <laughs> triggered. But I even said this to her on the phone yesterday because I had an uncle that was gay and he passed away, but he didn't come out till about two months before he passed away. He oh, had a brain sad. tumor. Um, and my mom was saying last night, she's like, oh, my sister's blah, 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 blah. Can you believe the first thing she fucking said to his husband was, okay, but has he got AIDS? And oh, I was like, oh, no. I was like, it's not, I was like, obviously I don't agree with it. And that's really mm -hmm. annoying. I was like, but also this was in like 2010. I was like, and she okay. would have lived through the eighties. I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. and she doesn't, I was like, have you ever known Julie to have any gay friends or anything like that? And my mom was like, well, no. And I was like, so Julie's knowledge is probably what it still was in the eighties. Yeah. It's so true though. I can't it's really true. blame her. Yeah. Well, I was we, like, well, we were talking about this. It's like, it's so shocking to hear some people's story of like being bullied about stigma towards AIDS when they talk about it. It's like, well, how long ago was this? They were like, well, it was like uh, 10 years ago. Mm. And you say, you think, oh my God, 10 years ago. But 10 years ago was 2010, bitch. It's yeah. still like, you know, but, it's shocking. But even, even more like recently in the, in the gay community, when we did the, we did this big event on in Freedom, oh, of our oh, HIV yes, event. Bitch, talk about this. Talk about this. Talk about this. Okay, yes. then. Because <laughs> uh, I work in TV, I, I teamed up with Biosure. They do the instant HIV yeah, test kits prick, at home. The prick test. Doing oh, like cool. boots and super drugs and stuff. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. we work with them. We give them this time slot on TV for, for two hours where they did this big open discussion about it and live testing things. Great. So we decided to do it in freedom. We had a 12-hour party. We had uh, DJs and entertainers and that. But it ultimately oh, led... Oh, well, I thought you was Addison. <laughs> oh, okay. So he was both. Got it. No, no, he wasn't, he wasn't actually. <laughs> um, but it ultimately led to a 90-minute live streaming show downstairs in the club. Yes. Amazing. And when we were trying to get people together and stuff, we even had the gay community saying, I'm not going to come because people might think think I have HIV if oh, I turn up to this yeah, event. And yeah. I'm like, okay. this is the gay community in London. In London. I can understand yeah. if it's in Yorkshire somewhere. Where you're from. <laughs> I'm from oh, York too, by the way. You're from where? York. I'm from Harrogate. Woo! I'm actually from York. Yeah. Oh, no. Gross. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so disgusting. Oh, shut up, you. Yeah. You're from Chile. Yeah, girl. I'm exotic. Oh, no. We can't say that anymore. We can't say that anymore. <laughs> What's that, Carl? You can't say that. Like, we're exotic anymore. Why? We can't say, because it's, it's, it's politically incorrect. 
What did I call you? Um, like terracotta. Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Green card. <laughs> no, but bitch, talk about it. Talk about this bitch because I want you to name that bitch. Name that bitch. Name that doctor. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. yeah, bitch. Come on. Do you know? Uh, do you know the doctor that's just been um, hired by the Conservative Party? The young doctor. The Love Island. Love Island. The Love Island yeah. doctor. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, we hired this TV doctor. He was on Love Island. Got a lot of young followers. Yeah. He was going to be our doctor on set to talk giving about a, giving a like like a professional perspective. Yeah. You know. Yeah. From that, and there was red flags because the, the person I was dealing with at Bio Show was a little bit green, and I was like. Mm. Because like a few days beforehand, we'd not heard anything from his agent. And then... I'm going to look this bitch up because we need to name and shame. I'm sorry. And then I was like, he's not going to turn up. And on the day, I mean, he kept untagging himself from anything that we posted. And he was on yep. the pictures because yep, yep, he originally yep, yep. said yes. And then on the day, I've got he's got cold. So he didn't, he didn't turn up. Cold? And it's because... Cold? They... Cold? What year was this? What year was this? Before coronavirus. Oh, That's bitch. Come 2019. On. And it's because all of his... Instagram followers, Love Island, straight, whatever people, you know, the pretty young people and that association with doing <laughs> Alex, his name is Dr. Alex George. You like calling him out, don't you? Oh, yes, bitch. Yeah. I called him out on the yeah, other's bitch. So, but yeah, so basically. 8 million followers. Yeah. 1.8, 1. 1. not 8 million, 1.8. Just talk about beginning. Oh. Okay, yeah. so. So, okay. so he cancelled because he didn't want to be associated with HIV. Yeah, yeah. And now he's and doing now, mental health and for now, the government. Now he's been. Uh, He's been like given the task of dealing with people's mental health when he did not want to be associated with people that are going and are suffering through, you know, HIV AIDS because he didn't want to be associated with because it was too, quote unquote, gay bitch. Mm. Get the fuck out. Get is, the fuck out. Is he queer himself? No, no, uh, no. No, but the reason the reason why people wanted to bring him on is because he would bring a whole new yeah. audience into, you know, the awareness. Well, also, it's not queer people's responsibility to educate on HIV constantly. But he's exactly. a doctor. He exactly. shouldn't have... Any, exactly. He agreed. Yes. He's worked with Bio Show yeah, before. Yeah. He agreed yeah. that he'd be part of the, pod, uh, the live stream, but he got nervous because of the content type. Yeah, but he didn't even have a conversation about that, though. He just untagged himself and yeah. call, called yeah. in with a cold. But can, you, <laughs> exactly. but, can you, but can you believe that's so disgusting? And that's they, these are the people that we are having to deal with. So when you do something like with Impulse, that, you know, they are actively doing something to bring awareness towards, you know, the whole HIV, which I think there's still so much stigma behind HIV. Yeah. To this day. Yeah, unfortunately. As I, like, as I kind of started on this, I remember I've never had any stigma towards it and i don't know how or why or maybe it was just a complete lack of education around maybe, it and maybe. Uh, that i learned mm. properly about it but um yeah. yeah i don't i don't remember ever learning about it but i do remember one of my friends once saying to me this must have only been about six years ago he said if i got hiv i think i would just kill myself and i just wow. thought how? wow why like why um but it's good that you said that because a lot of people actually think that even to this day yeah and I think that yeah. it, having having this kind of like conversation, having like, you know, this podcast about mental health really, really hits home when people say that to you. It's like there are so many more options than that. Yes. Yeah. You, and you and actually, not. HIV is more controllable than type 2 diabetes. So it's it's. Well, yeah, I will say like we've come leaps and bounds with HIV yeah. now. I mean, first of all, we know what it is now. Like I'm comparing it to what people were 
fresh out of people's minds, like from it's a sin. Yeah. Like compared to that time yeah, to yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. we know what it is. We know how it works. We know how it's contracted, everything. We've got so much information on it. And we also know how to prevent it. And we also know how to treat it if yeah. you are, if you do test positive. And I think a lot, a big thing that people really don't understand. And I even had this on my Instagram as well. I said, do you know what U equals U means? The amount of people that had no idea. Okay, what was that? So, mean? thank you. So, <laughs> U equals U means undetectable equals untransmittable. So, it's when you have been on the correct treatment for HIV for a long enough amount of time, which is ART, so antiretroviral treatment. Um, typically, that's what you go on. Um, when you've been on that for the correct amount of time, the levels of, H of HIV in your blood basically become undetectable. So, it means that you cannot pass it on. It means that you can ha then have... Uh, bareback sex, the condomless sex with somebody who's HIV negative and the chances of you passing it on is zero. Mm. Wow. So it's like, it's completely groundbreaking. Like you can then have someone that is HIV positive and HIV negative in a polyamorous, uh, like open relationship, yeah. whatever you want. And you don't have to worry about them passing it on. Actually, somebody that is U equals U is probably the safest person. Yeah. Again, safest in quote marks. Do, person yeah. that you do they get diagnosed with. as U equals U? Yeah, so it's not something that you get straight away. It's not like, hey, you've been on this for six weeks. I think we should be kicking in about now. Okay. It's Party time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because that, that's that's kind of like what I wanted to ask. Is it is it kind of like giving a free pass to do whatever the fuck you want? Well, I mean, obviously, there's all those jokes at the moment around like typical typical gays like of um oh i'm on prep like don't yeah. need the vaccine yeah. Yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. vaccinated yeah. top oh <laughs> went yeah. to berlin because i'm on prep like yeah. all of that yeah which again like as fantastic as prep is mm. it's not it's only for hiv yeah and actually at the minute we are going into it now london in particular is seeing and the uk is seeing a surge in the super gonorrhea because yeah. no one's really using condoms right now and uh, february 13th is uh, international condom day so okay. oh, it was it was yes oh i missed it it was giving out free condoms on his, his place yes. oh yeah you so were giving out loads okay, free condoms because I, I, I can't figure out how my printer works i've handwritten all the all the addresses <laughs> on these really? labels yeah Aww. i mean come on it's not about anything Mr. else digital marketing man here. <laughs> i know <laughs> digital marketing not digital just digital marketing <laughs> but yeah i mean my friend even set it up for me and everything about two months ago and i'm like great but then i was like how do i print labels off this <laughs> No, but when, 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 when I was going through yeah. my, uh, I had a, a reckless stage for a few years, but I would trust more persons that says, look, you know what? I'm HIV positive, but I'm undetectable. Then someone going, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm negative. To me, someone that's openly saying I'm HIV undetectable, you wouldn't say that if you didn't have it. That, but, that, that's quite interesting because what are, what are the, like, what, what are people saying now? Like, well, what, do I was, they say that anymore? I was going to say the beautiful thing about that is that you're having that conversation, yeah, which is so important. So I, I was seeing someone at the start of last year. Oh, God, yeah. Seeing someone. I uh, wish you could all see them out of quote marks. Yeah. I, like, we were fucking dating, bitch. But according yeah. to him, I was just spending time with you. Uh, that one. Oh, okay. here we go. Anyway, so I was seeing someone at the start of last year. Yeah, was that? Um, oh, just, but yeah. it was really great because actually we, right from day one, we kind of had open conversations about polyamory. We had open conversations about um, our sexual health, our sexual history. Well, I was open about it. They were like, I can't give you a definitive answer. Oh, wow. Don't. Red flag girl. Yeah. Oh. What's that big Red idea? Red flag girl, come on now. Yeah. Come on yeah. now. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't perfect, but it's because I'm just really intense. And when I love someone, I really love them. Oh, you like a smother. 
He's a Scorpio, so he's a freak. She oh, fucking you, knows. You and your, you and your fucking star signs. No, because I'm a Scorpio too, yeah. so we, that's why we connect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're <laughs> a freak as well. Yeah, I'm a, a girl. Come on now. I'm but, the freakiest of the freaks. But anyway, yeah. so um, the great thing I loved though was we openly discussed before, like, we don't want to have sex yet. We don't want to have sex yet. Like, yes, we'll have sex now. It was even like, this is the night we're going to have sex. Wow. It sounds really like, but even... Wow, right? that's, that's but even um you know i was like i'm on prep so you don't need to be unless you want to be because he was doing it event-based and i was doing it just daily event-based um, <laughs> aka we know topic on well, that's what it's called that's, is it that's, yeah didn't you know that I, well i thought it was just like a hidden thing to do in uh, your, your, your weekend parties no well that's an event <laughs> well it is yeah it's yeah. just a nice way of putting it that's all but no that's that's what it's known as it's event-based or daily yeah event-based yeah okay. that's how i heard yeah. it live and learn yeah Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> he starts laughing at me and you were like, what? <laughs> it's normal life. This. So yeah, and then like even before um, we went into Dean Street, got tested together. Like I'd already been tested anyway. Um, he, I went in with him so we could get tested. And we did it all, in my opinion, like- By the book. Proper. Yeah, yeah by, like, the, by book. the book. Like by cool. The book. We were really transparent about it. I was really transparent about it. Okay, but uh, during these this whole process of like, you know, getting the tests and stuff, mm. There was never like a moment where you just like pulled his pants down and like sucked his dick, nothing like that. <sighs> if it went to me, episode, yeah. If it okay, went to me, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, no, but this is really. Did you abstain? No, totally. This is what I'm saying because this is important to for for people to know about when you're talking about this kind of like situation. So, I will say this was my first um, first experience, I guess, with po- with a polyamorous relationship, and I do fully endorse it, and I really feel like that's kind of for me now. But and for those who don't know what that means polyamorous it means we're fucking sluts yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no but well, it I mean, doesn't mean that well it, it kind of it does means any, like, anything, but it? it depends yeah. it's up to you if you want to take slut as a bad word or not like there's a book called the ethical slut which is all about polyamory written by these two women um who are basically just massive hippies through like the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. and um it's amazing and um it kind of outlines all of it and actually yes monogamy is not in my opinion not natural like even it's when outdated. i was yeah even when i was with damien like I was open about crushes. I was like, I want to openly talk about crushes. Otherwise, this is a big thing that I'm not talking to, to the you person about. I'm in love yeah, with yeah, about. Yeah. Which but, is also the irony that he then cheated on me with my friend. <laughs> yeah, but can, can you cheat when you're polyamorous? We weren't polyamorous, so he yeah. fucking cheated. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, here we go. Polyamorous for one. Yeah. But, but yes, you can. Out the window. You can still absolutely cheat with polyamory. Like polyamory, okay. you have to have clear communication. And that was kind of where i feel me and this guy before flopped a little bit where i was i mean it makes me laugh when people try and accuse me of not being very good at communicating because i'm like bitch i talk all the time if you (laughs) You didn't get what you needed from that that's not my fault listen (laughs) if it's one thing i know about you you like to talk you have to have clear communication Mm. and the way in which we kind of faulted was he said i'm not looking for a boyfriend i was like yeah me neither meaning i wasn't looking for one but I'll take one if it comes. He yeah. meant, I'm actively looking elsewhere. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we kind of both then kind of went down different ways. Um, and he did have a lot of other partners, but he also wouldn't tell me who they were, how many there were, anything like that. And yeah, it was kind of frustrating. Like, so right as we were about to go into lockdown, basically it was kind of over at his and one of, and he told me about all the something that happened on the Thursday night, but told it in a very, very different way. Hmm. And then one of his friends was like, oh, didn't your flatmates walk in and you fucking someone? Ooh, girl. And it was like, okay, right. Triggered. Cool. And I was like, also, 
about to go into a global pandemic and yeah. I definitely arrived here with the intention to stay with you tonight and you definitely kissed me at the door after having just fucked someone the night before and not mentioned it wow. <laughs> and now I just found out from your friend so that to me was just like this red flag as yep, you would say flag. Okay, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh no she didn't how has this affected your mental health yes. despite the fact that you working and being a president of um impulse they, they they're they helping people with um you know mental health as well how has this impacted you personally so I will say just on that um it's a complete volunteer-led organization so yeah. none of us are actually paid for it so I really think that's quite important that people understand as well that we are literally from the community trying to help the community to help, so when yeah. you contact us you are speaking to us you're not going to get are like you a, speaking to like counselors or therapists yeah, or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we like we are not the qualified individuals that would do that for you but we will try and signpost you to yeah, where you need okay. to go and okay. a lot of what we do obviously at the moment it's very much online i mean we're not we're also not the ones to tell you like oh, okay so you want you want to have sex always use a condom or oh okay so you take drugs go get help so you listen we're very yeah we're very much like okay so you want to take drugs like let's discuss that and make sure you have all the correct information about how each drug uh, works what happens so your so information you based yeah your information based. and non-judgmental definitely non-judgmental i mean yeah i've had this conversation with my board before where one of them you like i'm gonna say slipped in his opinion he slipped a couple of times and went to chill out and took drugs and had like unprotected mm. sex again it's actually really interesting around unprotected sex. To me, it's condomless sex yeah. or condom sex because if you're getting tested regularly, have your vaccinations, and you're on prep, that's still three different types of protection. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, language-wise, we should try and normalize condomless sex and condom sex, right? Just, but, yeah, but I mean, but gen <laughs> to normalize that, you've got to get other out of out of the gay community to everyone else to understand that as well. Well, I mean, I'd say a podcast is a great place to start. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Although I have to admit, I got this go. from um, Phil Ryder. The previous Mr. Gay UK, uh, Phil, feeling oh, good. Oh my God. Feeling Who, good. Yeah. That bitch, that one, the, the Shadow Lounge whore. Yeah. So he yeah. said it actually on Cocktails and Confessions with, uh, okay, yeah, 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 with yeah. those. And I was like, this is absolutely perfectly brilliant. I was like, yeah, that's completely true. So yeah, I just think language-wise, it's something we all need to get better at. It's hard to we educate do. older people into learning new languages when, if they don't understand it. But Old you know what? Have said? Old, older. <laughs> yes, it is difficult. Like he said, it is difficult to kind of like try and educate people. But it's what we have to do. Yeah, don't stop. It's what we have to do. And you, there's been a lot of like issues for you during this yeah. time. So yeah, so I, I think I was never. It's quite interesting you mentioned DJ L earlier because she spoke to me so she when we lived together she used she had moments where she really struggled with her anxiety and it would kind of stop her eating from days at a time mm -hmm. um and she's looked a lot into it she was very much one of these where she would read books on it or like mm -hmm. watch youtube videos on it or just try and learn more to understand more so she's got a great knowledge of that now um and i kind of didn't know but i, I was always kind of a bit carefree a bit um I never really worried, never really fussed about anything. I never really got anxious either, in my opinion. But going into 2020, and this is something that Elle actually said to her friend the other day, she was like, I always saw Dom as so not that. And the fact that he now is, like, I, I, um, yeah, I feel a bit fucked. But <laughs> I mean, I feel okay. fine now. I feel much, much yeah. more leveled okay. out. I mean, as these two will understand as well, as a DJ, before lockdown was even on anyone's lips, we were out of work, like straight away yeah. Yeah. before anything. 
like clubs were already cancelling your gigs before they even closed. Oh yeah. Um, so with us, everything happened in the space of like two, three days. You mm-hmm. lost your income. You lost your job that you love. I hope you two love it. <laughs> oh, 20 odd years um, later. Right. Yeah. Like you just, every, everything just kind of got taken from you. And then mm. I also didn't really get any government help. For it. I mean, I'm on uh, universal credit and I now work for Deliveroo. The glamour. Yay. Um, but at this time, so I lost that. This was also, as I said, right before we went into lockdown, found out all that stuff um, with the guy I was seeing. And then that kind of came to a head in a not very good way either. Um, and then I, I really struggled to get out of bed. I was like, well, how do I like define myself now? Yeah. Like, I can't see my friends, which I'm very social. I can't go to work, which I'm all about. I can't see the guy that I was dating because apparently we were just spending time together and he don't want to do that no more. Awesome. So I was like, what the fuck am I meant to do? And I was, I'd moved. So Elle had moved out at this point and as someone that I had lived with before moved in. I'm going to keep him anonymous because there's still a lot of unresolved yeah. issues. Well, also I'm trying to let go of my anger around it because now it's at the point where it doesn't benefit, benefit or you. anyone. Yeah. It's just impacting yeah, 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 yeah. me. Um, but I am still going to speak very candidly about what a cunt he is. <laughs> he is a cunt, to be honest. He is a cunt. So, so yeah, someone else was living with me. And um, already from when they'd moved in, we'd lived together before and it was great. But they would, like, borrowed a bit of money and were just a bit more in my space than I was used to. Like, sort of helping themselves to, like, my food in the fridge and, like, my stuff in the bathroom. Just mm. little bits, which you didn't really mind. But if they just at least acknowledge it, you wouldn't mind yeah. too much. Um, then we went into lockdown. And... In essence, they just would not stay home at any point, at no point. And obviously at this point, I kind of really threw myself into impulse because I was like, this is what I can focus on. Yeah. I can, like, and I felt like because everything had happened for us a bit earlier, that I felt like I was maybe a week or two ahead of everyone else's kind of mental pattern at that point yeah. when we thought it was just going to be three months. Um, so I was trying to sort of get ahead of the curve and create more things for people to do at home, like... Um, we did a lot of um, sort of live workouts or uh, book dance classes, book club, anything that would keep yeah. people engaged, connected, a bit appreciated. And everything we do with Impulse is always either free or really, really, really cheap. And I was also at the time running the social media for the global brand of Impulse, Impulse United as well, oh, um, okay. which I've just recently handed over to someone else now so I can focus just on my chapter. Yeah. So I was also doing that. So I was very much balancing what we were doing. And at this point as well, I didn't have a board. So, well, I had a board, but they were all in this process of deciding they were going to step away now that we had more people working underneath us, which was great. And we were really happy about it. But obviously, these are the guys I'd worked alongside for like four years. The other one I didn't get to mention was Nathan White, who is the vice president. He was the vice president. And I cannot stress what a godsend that boy is. Um, So I said, went into lockdown, had these issues with a flatmate. And I was very aware. I was like, do you know what? If it's, if he's constantly going out for like grind hookups or he's constantly going out, to chill out or he's constantly going out to parties Bad. then i can yeah i mean well it's... i was like then i can understand it's obviously it's that he's horny yeah That's I was, selfish not just that regardless it, oh it's very selfish behavior but we considering that we are in the mental health yeah. conversation yeah, 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 we yeah, really yeah. do have to look at someone's mental health with that yeah, so yeah, i yeah, really yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. did and i was so like so you you were trying to look at it from a very kind of like understanding perspective so interestingly we were doing with impulse we were also doing a couple of online conversations one of them was called h and h home and horny 
Nice little play there. Yeah, I like what you did there. a little bit of oh, wordplay. Who came up with that one? <laughs> um, needless to say, Facebook bandits. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. But I mean, as soon as we didn't put home and horny, it was like, okay. But yes, yeah, so we actually did that. And it was a whole conversation around how you can basically look after yourself while you're horny, but also is it horniness? Is it loneliness? Is it validation? Mm-hmm. What is it that we're missing? Yeah, yeah. And David Stewart actually also said in one of our conversations brilliantly, he was like, for a lot of us, Back in the 80s, 90s, like we were told, do not have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wrong. And it's, yeah, and it's, it's basically wrong. being told that message again. And that can be really triggering for a lot of people. It can be. Yeah, but I, I, I don't understand for a short, I know it's long now, but a short period of time, <laughs> why you can't just keep your dick in your pants? Because it's been a year, bitch. Yeah, now it is. But you said from the first lockdown, it's been the a guy year. was going to anonymous sex with people. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but well, as, like- I, as I said, like with, with, he would say like, yeah, no, I get it. No, it's not disrespectful to you. No, of course I respect you. Like, all of this, and then Nietzsche, two days later, he'd be and out again. The thing is, it's not disrespectful just to you, it's for everybody, because oh, they're God. meeting people. It's anonymous people. Yeah, the fucking bitch was yeah. still posting pictures on his Instagram of like, I stay home for my That's nan trash. in the NHS. And I oh, was he really? Him, I was like, but you don't stay home. Does he clap? Have you th- did he clap yeah, every Thursday? He what an asswipe. Oh, girl. This is, it's, I actually had a really interesting, actually, I'm going to read it out loud. I yeah, shared it in my story today. I saw it on someone else's, and I messaged them, and I was like, this has been in my head ever since and it says here having the acceptable view on social issues doesn't innately make you a better person it may only indicate how easily influenced you are the funny thing is when i look back now kind of from like march to september um i don't have a huge amount of memory and i think it was just kind of my body's reflex of being like that was shit we're gonna block that out you blocked it out i mean i very much went on kind of autopilot i was very much i mean i was quite open as well like straight away i remember posting a video on my instagram just being like Guys, I'm not okay. I was like, I'm really struggling with this. What can I do? Because again, it was still in really the early days. And a lot of people suggested I do live streams. So I did. You did. Actually, you did. They were, they really, really helped. I watched one. So every Wednesday I would do Woman Crush Wednesday. And I was doing it with the camera next to me so I could talk to everyone. It wasn't just listen to the music. It was, mm. hey, I'm going to chat shit and get drunk for you guys as well. And I would do Woman Crush Wednesday every Wednesday where I would play i do a mega mix of one female artist that the guys would have voted for before yeah and i would also dress as best as i could as that person oh, wow using whatever was in my flat <laughs> yeah, my ariana effort. and my lady gaga Ooh, were brilliant <laughs> oh no she didn't but i tried to focus on what what was impacting me and why i was feeling like this um yeah eventually as as you said like me and the flatmate had uh, like basically an argument i already offered to go elsewhere for it i just clocked that us being in the same place for this we wanted different things yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, it wasn't going to yeah. work so eventually they we, they decided to call me selfish and all of this and um in my fragile state i did believe them <laughs> and it, um i really believe them yeah, but that's insane though. so eventually i i left like pretty much the next day my sister came and collected me and i spent the next three months with her down on the coast with my wonderful niece but did, did that help with your like mental clarity so it was yourself yeah it was brilliant to i like i'm just oh Oh, I'm, so <laughs> She's I'm so grateful. She's grateful. Ask it hard questions now. Go on. I, yeah. <laughs> Let's do what maths. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, I was so, so, so grateful to get that time with my niece. Like she was only just turned two. Um, and like, I will always be grateful and I will never get that time back again. But as I said, my body's kind of looked back on it and just shut loads of it off. And that really, I hate that. But I think I think your body does that like, for survival, yeah. doesn't it? It's yeah. like fight off line. But I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, I can look back now and I'm like, my sister and my niece saved my life, in my opinion. Like, because oh. by because when it, eventually it was great being there and it was really nice, yeah. but also 
the relationship I thought I was having <laughs> ended, yeah. the job ended, seeing my friends ended, and then suddenly my surroundings yeah. weren't my surroundings. Yeah. And it was kind of constantly a reminder that everything I've worked for and everything I've built is no more. Yeah. So there was also the kind of downside to it. Um, and, you know, I wasn't even in the city that I've always wanted to be in. I was, yeah. so like there were great moments to it. And like I said, I will always, and I think there will probably be a day where I will sort of say to my niece, like, this is how important and wonderful yeah. you are. Like, I think, nice. I think, I think that, that that will come. And I think that the most important thing is that you acknowledge that even now, it, cause it's intense. Let's be like honest. Sex while camping. Yeah. Ooh, girl. What? It's fucking sex intense. while camping. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. We're done. Ooh. Bad joke. Granddad jokes. That's my out favorite jokes. joke ever. So <laughs> once, once you started kind of like uh, getting through uh, the whole entire. <laughs> it's the laughing. What we on? Ten? Are you laughing at your own joke? <laughs> Always. Oh. Always. Honestly, Jesus. I say it all the time. No one makes me laugh like I make me laugh. Oh. Is that, does that involve a mirror? <laughs> Oh my, oh my, oh my god. <laughs> exactly. I thought you said we were taking pictures after this. This one's already asked me for brought an outfit. I know, she's a shady bitch. I try not to sweat in it now. Excuse me. <laughs> it's like I, I kind of told you that we were taking pictures. But what's, what actually it's about didn't. The, I did. <laughs> just, there's a lot that he misses out of conversation. I yeah. will fucking show you that I did. Show me the receipts because, oh, yeah. was it in the email? Okay. Okay, you you but, sent him to Bounds Green. No, well, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, no, I will take this. Go with it. Go with it. <laughs> so yeah, when I came back um, to London, obviously my sister was a bit like, "Why are you going back?" But I had to mm. look for some work, so that was a nice little light at the end of the tunnel. Things were starting to kind of open up a little bit again then as well. Between lockdowns, yes, yeah. and I felt like I was just kind of ready to come back. The not so good flatmate was also moving out. With them not being in the flat for about a month between between them and the new person moving in, I do. I was a bit like, oh, like. And I had contacted my GP as well. Um, to me, it wasn't a surprise, but to other people, it was like I was diagnosed with depression. Yeah, which I was like. So you were you were officially diagnosed. Like. Yeah, I mean, still technically now, like, I am still on uh, my medication. Don't know why, where that word went. I am still on <laughs> off my rocket. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So I am still uh, on medication, and I yeah. also then looked into starting therapy. Um, Is that through the NHS? No. So this speaks just to all gay men out there. And I cannot stress it enough. If you want therapy, if you need therapy, even if you don't at this point, hit up gay men's therapy. That's literally what they're called. Okay. Gay, men's therapy. gay men's therapy. They offer therapy That's in really several different languages. Okay. And you get your first six sessions for free. Then after that, it's £15 for the next six sessions each. Oh, that's cheap. Then after that, it goes to £30 a session. And that's it. So it's super affordable, super helpful. And yeah, they're just great. Just like they have a little pre-interview with you to make sure that they can match you to the right uh, therapist as well. You just get has that. Ha how has that helped you? How does that? How has that changed like your point of view like during this time? So individually, session by session, I never really noticed a big difference. But when I look back from kind of where you are at the start, it's kind of helpful having those like six free, six yeah. fifteen. Because then you're like, what yeah. did I achieve in those six free ones? <laughs> And it's just kind of I the mind. He's from Yorkshire. Cheap <laughs> yeah. bitch. Before I invest in this, how much is it worth? But no, it was really good to kind of look back and be like, actually, yeah, when I went into that, I was very much kind of brokenhearted over many yeah. things. And now I don't so much feel brokenhearted. I don't feel myself. I don't feel whole. Like, I do feel that when I got to my sister's, I said this before as well. Oh, there she goes. Spills a drink. Um, <laughs> that I was kind of a shell of myself. Yeah. Although, I guess to them, I was still very much me. To me, I was just like, 
what's my drive what's my focus what was it cbt uh, orientated does it more psychology just change shit for an hour and someone listening <laughs> oh fair enough <laughs> although can you imagine the oh. awkwardness of the first thing you'd be like well my flatmate said i'm really selfish so this person that i'm not quite paying yet can you just listen to me talk for an hour <laughs> i was like how do i disprove this okay, to this okay, person but to be honest if that person knew the person that called you selfish they'd be like bitch pot kettle mm. come on now well bitch. when i look back at it come i'm on. like do you know what i know where they were over that weekend um and i know what they were doing and i can envision it very much everyone that was at this gathering that they would have been at would have been very much like oh well fuck your flatmate like oh fuck oh, yeah. oh he's being like this blah blah you know he's just doing that because x y and z blah blah so what then came yeah. back to be faced against me was pure deflection yeah like i can look back at the now and obviously as i said i'm not a qualified therapist i'm not a qualified anything anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> qualified cunt yeah but <laughs> Yeah, but going through therapy, you've learned, I'm guessing you've learned yeah. some tools of to be course. able to say that. Not I just going this. through, yeah, not just going through therapy, like with Impulse, I've learned so, so, so much because yeah. as I said, we tend to collaborate with a lot of people and yeah. work with a lot of people that can then offer things back to the community. So there was actually yeah. a therapist that I worked with, with United, who's based out in Orlando. Um, and she did weekly uh, live streams called Me, Myself and Isolation. Oh, we wow. do love the wordplay. Um <laughs> So, yeah, and she would talk through, like, you know, right off the bat, she was like, what we are all experiencing right now, whether you realize it or not, is grief. Like, and it's hard to identify it because we know grief to be like, you've lost a pet, you've lost lost, lost a family member, you've lost a friend, like something physical. But what you've lost is your freedom and your life. And it's it's okay to grieve that. It's okay to feel shit about that. It's okay to go through the feels of it. Um, I can't tell you what's kind of shifted in me to be feeling better now. Like, there's a lot of people that have really struggled in this lockdown in particular. Yeah, and I felt this one has been really tough. Minute. Yeah, this this one has been, I think, particularly um, tough. Well, I felt really guilty because I thought everyone was okay in this one because I was suddenly okay in this one. In your case, in your case, you've had you've had therapy, so that obviously still, it's ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still having. that that that's obviously helped. You know, so yes. maybe that's why you don't feel that it's that kind of like intense as it was before well so there was when i first went into therapy they were kind of like what do you want to achieve they were obviously we don't like to say that because it's not like there's an end goal but they were like what's brought you here and it was when when i looked back on where i was sort of october to mid-december in 2019 it was and probably still is the happiest i've ever been and people were like why and i'm like because i knew who i was Hmm. what do you mean i'm like i i don't know everything just kind of fit really well in my life and i knew what my worth was i knew what i stood for i knew where i stood with people i knew what i wanted what i was capable of what i could what i couldn't do and that is such a strong feeling when you have that yeah and then what then happened from that was a a lot of kind of knock-on things but obviously part of it was also starting to see this guy who in hindsight kind of really i don't think it was ever their intention but they did constantly leave me feeling very insecure which i'd never really dealt with before through 2020 yeah i've said this before like if you're coming out of 2020 the same as you went into it you weren't fucking listening yeah yeah like you were not listening to what has just happened in this world so much of it is kind of a gift like we have to take what we've learned from it don't get me wrong 2020 was the fucking shittest year ever (laughs) Never again. But what you've learned from it, there's a, there was a lot to learn. So if if you if you go forward to so like six months or a year when we're out of this, yeah, yeah looking yeah, yeah, yeah. back on what you went through, how is that going to change the way you behave or act or interact going forward? Yeah, going forward. Well, I think this kind of ties into that sort of meme that I spoke about earlier about um, 
you know, it doesn't necessarily say that you're a much better person. It just kind of says that you might be quite easily influenced. And yeah. I think that's something that we kind of have to look at as well. Like, I don't want to call people out for like performative allyship or performative activism, but, you know, people branding themselves activists and allies and stuff. But it's a lot more work than you think. It's not yeah. just about posting, for example, a black square, but then doing yeah. nothing about it. Like, oh, yes. But this, but this like is 90% what I, yeah. of the people. Yeah, this is, this is what I hate. Yeah. But this is what, um, I was kind of going to say as well, like you're, someone said to me, I, so now that I'm not looking after Impulse United socials, someone mm. said, I was kind of a bit like, oh, for the first time ever in like six years, I'm only looking after my own socials. And actually yeah. if I wanted to take a social media blackout, I could, like I can just have a break from it. Yeah. But then I was like, but also I believe I've created quite a nice space on my socials for myself, not just for others. Like I very much have unfollowed accounts that are basically just the same selfie over and over and again the same filtered stuff over and over and over again just talking about yourself just pictures of yourself like i'm not here for that like if that's what you want to do i get it and also talking about mental health there is a big connection yeah. to mental health there is as well. there is now like the the validation that people need to get from that and i mean we're all guilty as well i mean my ass is on my instagram now and it looks fucking great <laughs> Ooh, girl, i'm surprised it hasn't been taken down already right i think it's because there's a slight blur in the background no, no. either that or someone at instagram is like that's too good to delete but we'll, be <laughs> we'll be partying by the time this comes out <laughs> oh no she didn't what would you recommend for someone that is struggling through their situation um obviously following impulse london i mean we've got a huge behind the scenes sort of catalog of different yeah. places we can signpost you for loads of different things we've had someone recently get in touch from stoke newington and part of the thing was okay. they didn't know where they fit within the lgbt community and there's so much in that i mean um matthew todd straight jacket touches on that about a lot of us as queer people kind of feel like when we find other queer people that'll be it we can be our fiercest selves and we're yeah. gonna be so happy but actually you then learn that the damage that we're all kind of bringing to the table <laughs> yeah. it makes us all feel just as isolated from each yeah. other like yeah. there's no happy magic ending that's a good thing that you say there's no magic happy ending however i think it's important to give people hope where can people reach you personally if they me want yeah. personally well i'm yeah. dom topics everywhere <laughs> everywhere i can't get past that delta oscar michael <laughs> Ooh, she had this rehearsed this was the only thing she had rehearsed it was yeah. like well delta. i mean if it was dumbledore 92 or dumbledore 92 again then we'd be in trouble so it's but, uh, at dom topics on instagram on twitter yep and uh, what about Impulse? At Impulse London on Twitter and Instagram and at Impulse Group London on Facebook. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining yes. us. Yeah, it's been amazing. Oh my gosh, so thank you me. so much, Dom. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yes. <laughs> it's been lovely. Oh, oh should, should give me a little. <laughs> so that's episode one of our Mental Health Month done. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. It feels so good. It feels so liberating, you know, that we got to talk to, you know, the youth of today. Thank you so much, Dom, for, you know, coming on here and giving us a little bit of insight to uh, what your world is like and yeah, what exactly. you you have, you know, because you said that he at the beginning, you know, he didn't really have any interest in, in, in this. Uh, yeah. And he just fell into it and, and, decided, and, and realized that mental health. Because it is, it's silent. You don't know walking down the street who's suffering yeah. from mental health know. or not. So you don't know. You just, just a smile 
Just walk down the street and smile to someone in London. I think it's a bit creepy. Oh, yeah, it is. But just a little thing makes a small gesture. We are at ThirstyBitchUK on Instagram, but we don't, We it's subject to whether we are allowed to use it. But if you want to follow us, the real, real thirstiness is on Twitter, which is at ThirstyBitchUK. Oh, my cousin number is 07. <laughs> <laughs> but that's anyway, it for now. Thank you so much. And remember, stay thirsty. thirsty. Okay, all right. Uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch? Or no, or no, or no, or no, or no.